Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director, and I'm here today again with some of the folks from McPhail Center for Music. Back again is Jane Tate and Carrie Gregerson, and they are early childhood music educators, and um, they are here telling us, just really talking with us about some great information related to children and their development based on their age level. We've talked a lot about infants and their overall development and how music impacts that and can really further lots of great learning. And today we're going to talk about toddlers and everybody who doesn't love a good toddler. Oh my God. I love toddlers. (laughs) So much fun in your toddler music classes. I can't wait to hear. All right. So Carrie or um, Jane, I don't know which one of you wants to start, but let's just hear what you have to say. I'm excited. All right. So yes, in continuation with our last podcast on infants, um, similar similar goals, but we're just building upon already learned skills. So if we start off with language, um, as as toddlers are maturing, so is their language, mm-hmm. um, and you know, even up to around two years old, they can maybe speak a two or three word sentence. But music offers this way to connect the sounds and the sight of things. And so, no, we're not showing them words and having them read, but they're starting to associate. So, for instance, if I'm teaching and I use the book Brown Bear, we all know that book. Yes. uh, And uh, I could choose to read it, and that's just fine. Or I can choose to set it to a song. Hmm. So I might just say, brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? I see a, and then whatever it is, you know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm saying that to Twinkle Twinkle because that is a song that a lot of um, daycares, caregivers, parents, everything are using in their classrooms. And it's a familiar song. We're right. just changing the format of it. Um, I did have a parent once, and again, going back to this familial songs and songs of kin, who um, changed the tune to the Oompa Loompa song from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for their kids for the Brown Bear book, which was super cute. Really? Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I I was just going to say, can I put you on the spot and can you do a little bit of that for us? (laughs) So I could, when he first told me, I thought, hmm, how does this work? And then I, I kind of sat there and it's so brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? I see a blue horse looking at me or whatever it is. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and yeah, I thought, oh, really that totally well. works. Totally works. <laughs> I love it. And, and I love, and for those who maybe didn't listen to the first podcast um, that we talked about, the songs of Kin, I think that that is a lovely a lovely reminder to anyone who's working with young children too. And you shared just using those familial songs that are in the tunes that they're used to hearing around their house, things that they enjoy that the the beat that's similar, all of those things really are going to keep them engaged and also draw the family in deeper too. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And so we're keeping, we're, we're continuing to help them develop this receptive language skills. And now we're starting to see more of the expressive language development in a, in a high level. And because music is such a whole-brained activity, we can engage the entire brain in one song or one experience wow. by layering it all in and what we would call a multi-sensory approach 
Um, so we're seeing, we're doing, we're hearing all at the same time. And this just solidifies learning. And we know that children learn best when they have this multisensory approach when they're being taught. So the more props you can bring in, the better. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I'm sure because, of course, we know that toddlers, their attention to what you're doing can can wane pretty quickly if it's not engaging. And so the props, I'm sure, add a lot. But also, I loved what you shared about that multisensory experience and the, the whole brain. We want to engage that whole brain and make sure that everything's working hard to help them learn. Great. That's Those are great examples. One of the things that we do a lot in our toddler class is we... Um, we talk about utility songs and transition songs. And so we have a different hello song for each age group. So we have a different hello song for our toddlers. And that same song can be used throughout their day. Hello, friends now, toodala, toodala, toodala. Hello, friends now, toodala, toodala, my daisy. So we sing that song throughout our entire class and we encourage our parents to sing it at home doing different things okay. brush your teeth now toodala 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 eat your carrots toodala toodala my daisy um because we've all been there with our children that sometimes it's really hard to get them to do the things we want them to do especially when right. they're younger yes. but if you put it to song and you make it fun it's magical yes <laughs> And when it's that consistent tune, too, it triggers their brain to go, oh, something's happening. I need I to tune in. Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to, you know, talking about the cognitive development of toddlers. Um, there's so many awesome things that are going inside of those little brains. So, you know, at 18 months, they're starting to understand what ordinary things are, like a phone and a brush and a spoon. Um, they're pointing to get attention and to get your attention. They're showing interest in stuffed animals and baby dolls. Um, and they might even pretend that they can feed them and take care of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they're learning their body parts. They can identify head, toes, tummy, eyes. And as they get older, finding those hidden objects becomes even more fun. We talked a little bit about the object permanence with the infants. Well, now they're really finding some great things and they're able to do more things to find them. Um, they're learning how to sort shapes and colors and build um, with blocks. And they can follow now two-step directions. And um, when we're reading books, I can point out things and they might be able to tell me what that is. Or if yeah. I could say, can you find the blue bird? You know, they're starting to identify those things in our stories. Um, a lot of times when our families are coming into class, we have some props out on the floor for them to have some a little exploration time and a little transition time coming into the classroom in case there's any anxiety in their morning nice. or, or something. Um, and we always have some music softly playing so that they can just get ready and they can start learning about how things are going to be um, utilized in our day. So we do have some play phones that they oh, always fun. have a fun time with. Um, a lot of times we'll get the baby dolls out and we'll have them out with some blankets or some scarves and, you know, they're going to grab them right away and they instinctively already know they're sh showing us how to hold and rock and, you know, mm -hmm. bounce. It's, it's really sweet. Um, so when we use those baby dolls in class, we will sing songs about holding them or doing a gentle bounce or holding them up high. Um, 
you know, using a song that they learned when they were younger about just holding our hands up high. Well, now we're going to hold our babies up high and our babies down low um, and talk about feeding them. And if a baby gets sad, what should we do? You know, ask for ideas. Well, we're going to feed the baby. Oh, let's feed the baby. So um, they have they come with a lot of more independent ideas, you yes. know, when they're toddlers and things that they're able to show us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a song called Now It's Time to Go to Bed. So now it's time to go to bed. Tuck the baby into bed. Cover the baby in the bed and kiss the baby goodnight. you know and they're all you know ready to do the blowing kisses because they know how to do that so it's very sweet so Carrie do you find that parents then use that have they shared that they use that same song at home at bedtime have it has anyone talked about that but oh what a great because they're they're remembering oh that was when we put the baby to bed oh I'll engage in that because toddlers are you know that whole that guidance strategy of redirection is like magic you know yes you, you don't want to do this? Well, how about this over here? And if you make it exciting and fun, you're going to be able to gain their attention for that next thing. So that's yeah. great. There's also a lot of um, body awareness songs that we do mm-hmm. with toddlers, you know, when they're learning their body parts. And um, we talk about, you know, we throw in music vocabulary all the time about keeping steady beats. And mm-hmm. let's keep our steady beat on our toes. Can you find your toes? Did you bring your toes to music class today? And, oh, now let's keep the steady beat on our head. And um, it's great because it reinforces being able to find those things. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. So you're already incorporating some music language that, um, mm-hmm. and and so I'm guessing, and I, you know, I'm guessing that you're going to slowly kind of, as that child ages throughout the different levels of your ca- classes that you offer, you're going to, you're going to maybe go into a deeper understanding of steady beat, but to start working on that is going to be really helpful for them as they grow and learn and maybe want to pick up an instrument and play or be a musician someday or, or someone that's really playing the drums for who knows, or just having fun at home with some pots and pans. With those toddlers, we talk about the contrast of like fast and slow Mm -hmm. or high and low. And as they get older and we move into our preschool classes, now we're giving fast and slow musical term words. So now we have allegro and we have adagio uh, for the contrast of fast and slow. And it's, yeah, it all just builds on each other. That's lovely. That's lovely. Great. Uh, I get to talk about movement too, which, you know, (laughs) movement for toddlers. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Um, you know, I have two boys and one was the sweet, always sat in my lap and paid attention in music class. And I just felt so proud. Like, look at, he's, he's taking all this in. And then I had my other one who just ran circles throughout the entire time in music class as a toddler. (laughs) Yeah. And so you get all kinds. Um, we, we say, I will say a lot to parents if they have the child that's running, like I did, you know what? I had that same child and your child learns by moving. Yes. You know, yes. this is such a big part of their development as toddlers is showing off these movement skills that they're learning. That's um, great. Yeah. So they have lots of large motor movement that's going on early on the stage. They're beginning to walk alone. They take steps or some of them are running. Mm-hmm. Um, they are able to undress themselves at home, um, probably showing they can drink from a cup and eat from a spoon. 
And soon that toddler is going to be kicking a ball. They're going to be tiptoeing, climbing on and off furniture, sometimes with help, sometimes as a surprise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But they're throwing a ball overhand, um, walking up and down the steps with one foot at a time. Which is a tricky, tricky motor planning moment. And so that's a good skill. Yeah. It is. And they're starting to jump. There's a song that we do regularly in class, um, Skip to My Lou, Walking in a Circle, Skip to My Lou. And we'll change that up by jumping in the circle, Skip to My Lou, or spinning in the circle, Skip to My Lou, and hands up high and we'll tiptoe. And so we try to, you know, bring in all those skills that they're they're working on as toddlers. Mm-hmm. How, can I ask a quick question? How long do you spend in the toddler class? How long are the classes? Typically, when we meet in person, they're 60 minutes long. Okay. Now that we've been online, they're 30 minutes. Okay. All right. Lovely. I was just curious about that because truly, you know, and that's what we've been hearing from so many during the the pandemic is just trying to get kids to attend for the periods that we used to think in person, why not? But now we do have to adjust that. So that's wonderful that you've adjusted to meet the needs of where they're really at. Yeah. That's great. And one thing that we've we also do is a supplemental video for our older kids. So they will get a 10 to 15 minute YouTube video, either introducing them to the concepts that we're going to be going through or reviewing something we did the week before. And so um, they can watch that in their own time. Okay. And uh, maybe five minutes at a time if you know or yeah, so that is something that we've been doing as a supplement because we did have longer classes, you know. <laughs> sure, that's great. Well, way to, way to adapt. That's mm-hmm. the, we're all getting really good at that, aren't we? <laughs> yes, definitely. How about social emotional development? How do you infuse that with music? Well, again, we're scaffolding our lessons and building on concepts um, that have been previously learned, either taught, you know in the homes or wherever. Um, and so we, we kind of, they're still becoming more self-aware. Now we have little personalities that come out and boy, do they come out sometimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, like Carrie said, we might have the, the baby dolls or stuffed animals and we're going to learn about how to care for that something other than me, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, so we'll have the baby or the infants play with the babies. Uh, I just said infants, toddlers <laughs> play with the babies or stuffed animals. Um, we'll use songs that we learned previously and now we'll sing them to those things. Um, they're not typically engaging in reciprocal play at this toddler age, but we start to infuse this idea of, let's share this with, with our friend, you know? And so we might pass an instrument round and that can be really hard to wait as we all know. (laughs) So something that I do when I'm learning, uh, teaching, you know, this waiting, um, I often use sign language. So I'll, I'll just kind of show them the sign for waiting, which is kind of wiggling your fingers. And then I have them make a steady beat on Mm. their knees. So we'll get that steady beat going. And then while somebody's playing with that instrument, you know, we might sing, we are waiting, we are waiting. And then it gives that toddler something to do 
right. while we wait. Yes. And they're still celebrating that their friend is playing with this instrument and my turn will come. My turn will come. <laughs> that's the best thing ever because truly yeah. that's all they need to know. And that is the waiting is probably the hardest thing for kids. And that's what we talk yeah. about with the professionals that we work with on a regular basis is if you're expecting a lot of waiting time, you're expecting a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. And so having a music activity that everybody can do, even though this one person has the special thing, yeah. is perfect way to facilitate that with, I'm not going to say no drama, but minimal yeah. drama. Yeah. Right, right. That's true. But you're giving yeah. them some tools. You're giving them some yeah. tools. A steady beat and they can sing. That's yeah. good. And like so, and then, and then again, it, this, this sort of social emotional development, again, kind of fosters and creates this environment for bonding to kind of increase either between uh, peer to peer or caregiver to child or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they're learning boundaries. They're learning how to push boundaries. Yes. <laughs> yes. And seeing a caregiver or a parent lovingly say no you know, is this is appropriate and necessary? And we can do that in music by doing starting and stopping songs, which is, you know, teaching that impulsive instinct to just keep going, you know, we're yes. kind of pulling that away. Um, and then we, um, you know, we're, we're teaching these bonding songs. So again, if I pull out uh, the Toy Babies, um, one of our former colleagues who taught with us for years, Cheryl Henningsgaard, um, she wrote this song and it's called The Special Song. Um, mm -hmm. And I can tell you that it is a request weekly in all of my classes. And it so you'll hold either, you know, the infant or if it's a baby and the toddler's using this baby, you sing, my baby is special, my baby is special my baby is special all day long special in the morning special in the evening my baby is special all day long but then we can introduce other friends like my friends are special my teachers yes. are special my grandma my grandpa whoever yes. you know that's <laughs> lovely oh what a sweet song yeah nice. I love the versatility of all the songs that you use that, you know, can be changed. The words can be tweaked a little bit. They can be used for so many different things in the home and in the family, in the childcare setting. I mean, it's just, it's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. It's really filling the toolbox up with great tools for a lot of the things that are the hardest transitions, you know, expecting kids to listen and attend, all those things as, as great triggers for positivity. That's what music does. Yeah. yeah. I had a quick question about um, finger plays. I know that because toddlers are becoming more aware of their body at this age, you could, you know, really start to infuse some of those simple finger plays too, and get them moving that way. Are there are there favorites that you use with the toddler groups? Oh, I have a couple of favorites. I'm sure you do too, Jane. <laughs> we have one. Um, well, my fingers are starting to wiggle. Oh, right. Cute. Everybody probably knows. My fingers are starting to wiggle. My fingers are starting to wiggle. My fingers are starting to wiggle. And so is the rest of me. And then you go through your arms and your head and your feet and eventually get to your whole body. You know, nice. so that one is always very fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then finger family is another one that we do with fingers up and down. And um, 10 fat pea pods and a pea pod pressed. 
I don't know that one. Please sing it. (laughs) Get out your 10 fingers. (gasps) 10 fat pea pods in a pea pod pressed. One popped, two popped, and so did all the rest. And they grew and they grew and they just wouldn't stop until one day the pod went pop. Wow. So that sound that you were making with your mouth, do the kids just stare at you like I was just staring at you? <laughs> like, how does she make that sound? That's really good, Gary. To like talk about what your tongue can do and the yes. sound you can make. Mm-hmm. That's such a great one. I have never heard that one. I love it. That's fantastic. So <laughs> that just leads me to a question to pose to our listeners. What is a favorite finger play that you like to use with toddlers? So those of you listening, you can respond on social media. I want to thank you both for this really fun topic, toddlers and music. It was really exciting to to learn all those new songs and also to just see the way that you really do have such a a planful way of how you set up your music classes to really meet the needs of the child and their age and their developmental level. That's so important. And um, to just let our listeners know, too, if you want more information about developmental levels and what to expect and when to be concerned. On our website, we do have our CICC um, developmental brochures for sale there. So it's a great resource. It's a wonderful resource to purchase and have on hand for families that are in your care setting, whether you're a family child care provider or a center-based care provider. Um, Just know that that's available there. And also you can look for any of our other resources at inclusivechildcare.org. Reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook or um, Instagram. And I thank you, Jane, Tate, and Carrie Gregerson from McPhail once again for being great guests and teaching us a lot of good new songs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.